I know fitness is important, but I don't have time to keep up with all the fads and celebrity workouts that come and go. I need something backed by real science that will get real results and fits into my schedule. Caliber has been a lifesaver. It's a science-based fitness coaching program covering strength, nutrition, and healthy habits, completely customized to my needs and abilities. All I did was fill out their online assessment, and Caliber did the rest. The best part is, I'm not in it alone. Caliber paired me with an expert personal trainer who checks on my progress and keeps me motivated and on track. And I'm not the only one getting results. Caliber is top-rated on Trustpilot with 4.9 out of 5 stars. On average, members achieve a 20% or better improvement in their body composition by week 12 of the program. Start a science-based fitness program you'll actually stick with. Get $100 off at CaliberStrong.com podcast. That's CaliberStrong.com podcast. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell the crooked referees on Roger Goodell. Yeah. like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose or winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, eh. Where we do that, eh. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, eh. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. You're listening to the sports coma. Shout out, man, to the Who That Nation, man. We in this thing. Much love to the great Saint Think Tank. I appreciate y'all joining me for this Friday stream. Much love to the black and gold, man. Thank y'all for vibing and joining me for this stream. Much love to the fam. What's poppin', fam? And like I've been saying for a long time now, fam. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're now rocking with the Sports Coma with Big Q and the guys where we have intense, entertaining, educating, and enlightening sport talk from your favorite sports fam. Shout out to the fam. Appreciate y'all for being in this live stream as we get going, man. And listen, man, we got some a bit of news to talk about as John Gruden was spotted at the Saints practice. Uh, and in various reports from CBS, ESPN, and others are saying that he was in there helping Derek's a car installed the offense. We know coach Peyton uh, and coach Gruden, you know, how those guys connected, but listen, this is a very good movement for the black and gold nation. So shout out to the fam. Appreciate y'all. Uh, please feel free to hit the like button. 
hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and by all means, feel free to share. Sharing is caring, fam. Sharing is caring, bro. And you don't want to uh, fall down a rabbit hole and sound like this thing. <laughs> so shout out to the fam. <laughs> That's what we're going to be doing to the Atlanta Falcons this year, man. <laughs> That's what we gonna be doing. We gonna be doing to the. We gonna be doing that to Atlanta all day of day, man. Atlanta, we gonna be scoring on Atlanta and Carolina, and them people gonna be grabbing their heads at the end of the game, saying. Man. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Shout out to the fam, man. Appreciate y'all being in here on this Friday stream, man. Let's have a little fun, why don't we? It was a very long week, a very productive week. We got through it. And we up in this thing. <laughs> yes, 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 people. Yes, yes. I shout out the Trav 504, Big Ant, Rainy, Tory, Mark, Scoob. What's popping, Scoob? What it do, pimping? Shout out to y'all, man. Appreciate y'all. Dana, shout out to the Queens. Jerry, Cartel, bro. I see your fam. Appreciate you. All right. Big Head Slim, shout out to you and the rest of the fam. Daniel, Derek, uh, White, Tedra. Quavadia, shout out to all y'all. Jamaica, good to see you. Ramsey, shout out to you as well. Kai, shout out to you. Brother Divine, appreciate you. What's up, Tuck Graf? Kai the Great, Ramsey. Much love, Sam. Uh, fam. Ramsey says, who that Q and fam? Please continue to keep. Yes, sir, I will. Keep uh, keep my dad in your prayers because he was just placed in hospice care on yesterday. Shout out and prayers go to you, my friend. Brother Ramsey, much love to you, fam, and uh, to your family, man. Much love to you. Very difficult time for a lot of people. Shout out to Brother Gundam and the rest of the family members. As we up in this thing for this stream, man, and it's all gravy, baby. But anyway, man, it's an interesting development. Irvin, what's happening, bro? Appreciate you being in the stream as well. Uh, Rose, what's up, Rose? Shout out to you, brother. Good to see you in the the chat as well. Gundam has a question, says Q. He says, you feeling the, he says, uh, you feeling a little better about our defense going into 23 last show. You seem a little discouraged. Yeah, bro. You know what helps that bro. You, you study the film, you know, you study the film and the questions is like, all right, let's see what we got. And that's what we've been doing on the, the uh, Patreon specials. We get into the film. So, you know, the defense, my, my take on the defense is I, I don't, I don't think the defense leads the team this year. And I, and I, and I think that's a pretty fair assessment. You know, because when you spend one hundred and fifty million dollars on, uh, you know, on a quarterback, you're not still looking at your defense. And say, hey, y'all got me right. No, it don't work. <laughs> no, it don't work like that. You know, that is strictly a lot of of that is on car shoulders and rightfully so. When you spend that kind of bread on a quarterback like Carr, and with his 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 not his record, his win loss record, but his in terms of his. Hmm, his statistics, his passing stats are very – and I had a chance to actually dissect those stats I talk about on the Patreon show. A lot we get into it. You know, I dispel the myth that Carr is a middle-of-the-pack quarterback. His statistics does not indicate that. And I don't see why other people haven't done the research that I've done. It's coming. But he's not a middle – this thing like everybody's in chorus saying that Carr is a middle-of-the-pack quarterback. That's a damn lie. If you look at the statistics, he's sixth among active quarterbacks in the NFL. How's that middle-of-the-pack? 
Now, people are kind of banging him up because he's David Carr's brother and the fact that he has a 63 to 79% win record as a starter. And he had, I don't think he won a playoff game. I think he only won in playoff games. But can we also look at all the other stuff that the Raiders had that wasn't there? You know, so, I mean, it's just like it's par for the course. Like people pick one thing and they pick at it. At the sports comb and the great St. Thank Tank, man, we like to kind of, and I always talk about this for all the years that we've been doing this, I always like to take something and spin it around and look at it from multiple angles to get a better view of it. I often talk about that, and I'm doing that with Carr. I was like, okay, let me see, because I heard the same talking point, like he's a, oh, he's middle of the pack guy, da 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 And I started, I said, hold on, let me, what? and I started looking at his stats. I'm like, hold on, what? And then I started breaking this film down. And that's when I started to get really intricate on his, his situation with the Raiders, how many coordinators he's had. And then the fact that he had all those coordinators, he got his six, the man has been in the league for 10 damn years and he has six coordinators, you know, six coordinators in 10 years. And he still produced in terms of his statistics every year. Now, for those who are not familiar with the statistics, I will indeed show you the statistics today about him and will show you why this is a good look for the Saints and a very smart move for them to get Gruden to come in here and kind of decipher what they want him to do. I'm going to show you statistically why it's a good idea. So anyway, shout out to the fam. Appreciate y'all all being here. But to get back to your question about you know, the defense, I think the offense leads the charge. That's why all of those pieces are there. There's no more talking about the injury card. We're not relying on Michael Thomas. It's great, and I love can't guard Mike. I know these these these, these guys be listening to these streams because that's how they get their weight up. They be like, man, these guys disrespecting me. We never disrespect Mike, can't guard Mike on this channel. But at the same time, we understand that it's a put up a shut up situation. Thanks for throwing at him. Shout out to you, Kim, since your breakdown of Saunders and Shepard on Patreon was awesome. Thanks. Help me get my masters to say, <laughs> thank you, Kim. Much love to you, queen. Appreciate that super chat and bless you. Bless you. Thank you, sweetheart for that. Yeah. We would, we look at the film on Patreon. So if you want to join Patreon fam, that's what something I was been supposed to do, but you know me, I'm a man of many talents. I have all kinds of stuff twisting and turning. We got several different platforms that cover the array of the sports world. And, you know, I wanted to get back to doing the film breakdown. But when I look at these guys, when I was looking at the defense and I was like, no, the offense is going to be first. They're going to carry the weight because they have to. They have to carry the weight. And I think that and I realized I was looking, I was like, man, we're not asking Carr to do nothing that he didn't do in terms of like his statistics. If he can do what he did with the, the Saints, I mean, with the Raiders, excuse me, in his and listen, we talking about a fragment of time like a that Gruden was there for the four years that he was there from 2018 to 2021. I'm going to show you the statistics of what it was and how he had his best years during the Gruden years. So for the Saints to do that, for them to bring Gruden here and try to get him to or they're saying Carr okay, it could be meaning Carr Michael. Listen, this is a Carr and Carmichael transition because Gruden's given game on how the Saints can optimize Derek Carr from John Gruden, 
who got the most out of Derek Carr during his years. I'm going to show you all the statistics on it. That's what we do. So, yes, I got offense first carried by the defense because you have so much turnover. We need to see what Ty Grantham, and I know Ty Grantham is a wealth of information, but all these people got to get familiar with uh, who they are and these techniques. Each of these coaches got to learn these players. The players got to learn these coaches. We got uh, really three new starters on the defensive line. We got to figure out what we got going on. Wake up at Holiday Inn Express to a can't-miss breakfast that's free with every stay. Count on all the hot, fresh coffee you need and an incredible breakfast buffet that has something for everyone, like eggs, cinnamon rolls, and even hot, fresh pancakes with all the toppings you crave. Next time, do yourself a favor and stay at a Holiday Inn Express with a can't-miss breakfast that's free with every stay. So, when you wake up at Holiday Inn Express, you'll wake up happy, a part of IHG Hotels and Resorts. In the secondary, which is solid, our linebacker core, we'll see what's going on there. But the pressure is on the offense to produce because of the money that was spent in the offense. We The quarterback is the prima donna position. We need to make it pop. So thank you for the question. Shout out to my brother Gundam. Much love to you guys. All right, so anyway, much love. That's right. That's right. Quaveda says uh, Dennis Allen doing everything possible not to lose his job. No, no, no. He, he, he bro, right, right. They, they, the Saints got they, they got hurt in the pockets last year, man. They don't, they, you, they gonna pretend like they didn't, but they got, they got popped in the pockets, you know. And then of course, you know, eventually they, they're gonna try to move forward with the Pelican Arena. Then I'm like, you ain't giving, we not giving you. <laughs> I'm gonna talk about that on the Pelican Post Game Report, the, the PPR Weekly. We'll talk about that later with this arena thing. But anyway, the Saints, it's a lot of money being spilt. Spent to or spilt Freudian slip (laughs) on the Superdome and putting all these aquas, you know, all these new uh, renovations to this building to make the game day experience better for the family members. But if you're not winning, you ain't going to bank out. So the the people not asking for anything that's preposterous, they're asking for you to win. And we supported the Saints organization for years. Losing and losing. It took them 20 years to win, to get a, what was it? To get to the playoffs, 20 years? I mean, goddamn. We're not, we not taking no shots no more, man. We not. I come from the old school days when, the, when we got fed up and we put them people feet to the fire. Ain't nothing wrong with that. A lot of these people were born during the golden era. That's all they know. But for you need to look at the guys that came before you and listen to people that been there when they were stanking it up and listen to what the Drew, the Jews and the giblets. That's right. The giblets, they be dropping, baby, you know, for real. But anyway, man, shout out to the fam. Let's get popping in this thing. Feel free to hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. And, all, and by all means, I appreciate all of you guys for joining me on this Friday stream. And later on tonight, we're going to do a TSC Unleashed slash Ring Kings boxing special as two of my favorite fighters in the welterweight division, Mr. Errol Spence Jr. and Terrence Bud Crawford will be facing off coming up in July the 29th. It's for all the marbles. It's, it's, it's just beautiful. It's the last time they had the unif- unif- well undisputed unified welterweight champion, man. It's been 20 plus years because the, the, because the division is so competitive. It really is. So to see those guys get together, we're going to open up the phone lines, let people chime in, all that kind of gravy stuff. So anyway, let's get to popping up in this thing, man. As we get going, covering this latest, you know, uh, article right here. 
from ESPN. So it is Saints bringing John Gruden to help. Oh, sorry, y'all. Hold on here. <laughs> I hit the wrong button here. There we go. All right. So anyway, I did it again. Good Lord. All right. I'm sorry. I got this new blasted uh <laughs> mouse and it is it's kind of crazy. All right. So anyway, Saints bringing John Gruden to help install offense. New quarterback Carr has a familiar helping hand this past week. Former Raiders coach John Gruden has the New Orleans Saints installed their offseason uh, during, I mean, excuse me, their, their offense during the offseason workouts. All right, the Saints brought in Gruden to help Carr and the offensive coaching staff under Dennis Allen, according to NOLA.com, who dropped that scoop. A second-round draft pick by the Raiders back in 2014, Carr spent his career in silver and black until his release. After the 2022 season, he signed a four-year, $150 million deal with the Saints back in March. Now, with Carr, uh, with Raiders, Carr ran the West Coast offense installed by Gruden, uh, you know, the latter's tenure as the coach from 2018 through the first five years, right? And so the first five years, uh, through 2018, through the first five games of 21 season, the 21 season, the offense is simply – uh, similar to the one the Saints employ really is, you know, West Coast version. And, uh, and, and offense is an offshoot of the former one from Coach Payton during his 15 years as coach. But Coach Payton, Gruden had a, a pretty decent offense, but Coach Payton mastered that thing, man. You know, it was a big difference. Coach Payton really took it to another level with his offensive acumen. So he, you know, Coach Payton used that style and it, its roots in Gruden, Payton, Gruden coached together in 97 with the Eagles where Gruden was the offensive coordinator and Peyton was the quarterback's coach. It's a new system, new words, but a lot of similarities to things I grew up on and believe in. Carr told NOLA.com, I was, it's still a learning co- curve, but not as big of a curve as it could be in a different system or a different, uh, different offense. The Saints signed Carr because of his familiarity with the scheme, among other things. And Coach Pete Carmichael, I mean, head coach, Pete, uh, offensive coordinator Pete Carmichael, Told NOLA.com, we cater to things that he likes as long as it fits with our personnel. The majority of what we've done in New Orleans has had some of that over his career, and that's a lot of similarities, which is a good thing. When you get a guy and bring him on to the team, you got to make sure, and this is like when guys draft guys or you have people that um, bring a, a, a quarterback to their city, like if you draft a guy or you sign a guy in free agency, you bring them on your team. You got to make sure that you do your research and find out if, that if he's been exposed to what you're doing or, you know, it shortens the learning curve because the Saints don't have much of it. <laughs> they need a they're doing this because they need this guy to catch on right away because they understand that the pressure is on Dennis Allen. The Saints will not the, the who that nation family base will not tolerate another non-playoff year. They won't tolerate it. I won't tolerate it. And I've been kind of upset and mad over the past year because I knew it wasn't the fact the Saints team was was, uh, underperforming. The decisions made by the coaching personnel was punishing the team. It wasn't talent, you know, and it was a disaster. So if we see you trying to do it and you're making the adjustments and you're not making excuses like what it was last year when you was making all these foolish choices and making all these excuses and talking about this and people not going to tolerate that down here, man. They're not, we're not the way you think we win and we were winning all those years during the coach Peyton years. Cause we not playing that stuff no more. We're not going back to that. 
So we're not going to just let you sit up here and bank off of us and not put a product out on the field that we can appreciate and enjoy. We're not playing that with you. You're going to represent us right, and you'll get that love then. Don't get me wrong. We'll rock with you if you lose, and only if you're showing us the effort. But if you out here not giving out the effort, then we're going to call you out, man. That's what we're supposed to do. That's what we. That's what the hell I'm supposed to do, and that's what I've been doing for years. I don't play Kate to nobody. I don't care who y'all. If you're not handling your business, then I got to put that feet. I got to put your feet to the fire, baby. Let me tell you something. We do that. So anyway, Saints signed Carr because it's familiar with the scheme, which was a good move. He's a great fit, and Carmichael likes that. To continue the migration from the uh, Las Vegas, Saints also added two guys he's familiar with. Brian Edwards, his wide receiver, he played with, with the Raiders, and tight end Foster Marrow. So this was a really good move because you gave him a tight end that he's familiar with and a big physical wide receiver that we were familiar with. And we did some coaching, like like some film breakdown on Brian Edwards, man. And I was playing during the on, on the Patreon special. And man, listen, Brian Edwards got some he got some skill to him. He got some skill. He's a big physical guy. He does he's not the super super fast guy in, in the world, but he has, he's a big guy that, that makes catches across the field, high points the ball, good catch radius. You know, he has some injuries and stuff like that, and he kind of moved on from the Raiders to the Falcons. But it helps when you have a quarterback who you like and who you know, and the quarterback knows you. So this might help Brian Edwards. I damn sure know it's going to help Foster Monroe, even though he's behind – Jawan Johnson will be operating out of them two tight end sets. Wouldn't be surprised if we see three tight end sets. You know, Taysom Hill is considered a tight end. He might be out there as well. But anyway, I consider this a very good positive. This is very good for the Saints to use Gruden during this time frame to kind of help kind of pencil in or pinpoint exactly the type of, you know, the language communication barrier or breakdown to kind of make it seamless so that they can get there faster. This is what this is. Very smart move. Let me show you guys something else as we move forward here. And this is and, and this is what I got here on the screen here. This is like, hold on, let me see if I can show it another. This is another thing right here. This is a little backdrop from uh, climbing of NFL that he was talking about the uh, this more particular information saying that Gruden worked with the Saints car this week and spent much of his time at the facility helping the the staff, and then they give some background on Gruden, what happened, why, you know, he's not in the league no more. And we know all this kind of stuff. Anyway, John Gruden, you know, John Gruden uh, was just different places. But as a coach, his last stop was with the Raiders. As you can see right here, uh, the Raiders from 2018 to 2021, right? Now, between 2018 and 2021, you can, this is Derek Carr's statistics. Let me put it on the big screen right here so you guys can see it. All right, so yeah, that's Gruden's number from 2018 to 2021. If you look at Carr's numbers right here, as you can see from that time frame, from 2018 to 2021, look at this. Now, prior to this, and remember, like I said, keep in mind about Carr family. This is his statistics, his career statistics as a quarterback, passing stats, all this kind of stuff. Now, Remember, keep in mind that he's had six offensive coordinators. If you look at his individual numbers, look at his numbers during the years. Does this, do this look like a quarterback, number one, who has six offensive coordinators? Well, P. Carmichael makes six, but five coordinators? Usually when you have five coordinators, there's a lot of craziness going on 
He has to grasp new systems year after year, and it's up and down all kind of crap. If you look at his his, his touchdown to interception ratio, his rookie year was 21 touchdowns, 12 picks. The second year was 32 touchdowns, 13 picks. Third year, 28 to 6. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Wake up at Holiday Inn Express to a can't-miss breakfast that's free with every stay. Count on all the hot, fresh coffee you need and an incredible breakfast buffet that has something for everyone, like eggs, cinnamon rolls, and even hot, fresh pancakes with all the toppings you crave. Next time, do yourself a favor and stay at a Holiday Inn Express with a can't-miss breakfast that's free with every stay. So, when you wake up at Holiday Inn Express, you'll wake up happy, a part of IHG Hotels and Resorts. Right. And remember, all different yet five coordinator changes during this time frame. Look at the, the, the touchdowns. We could talk about the passing stats too. 3,200 plus in his first year, almost 4,000 in his second year, almost 4,000 in his third year, 35 in the and blah, blah, blah. And then you can see the touchdown interception ratio. Now, when John Gruden gets there in 2018, which is right here, look at the, the statistics just bloom out the roof in terms of it. Now, he had his best completion percentage, right, of that time frame. He went all the way up to almost 69% through 16 games in the first year with Gruden. Over 4,000 4, 4, yards, first time in his career that he got it. Now, he, he kind of nudged at it in 2015 and 2016, but he got it in that first Gruden year. Then the second year, his and you can see his average per throw went up either two. Now, he only had 19 touchdowns that year against 10 interceptions, but you can see his numbers in that first year. Now, his rating was 93.3, and that year was also the year where he was sacked 51 times. So, like, yeah, 51 times he got sacked that year. Well, second year under John Gruden, right? Second year under Gruden. He, had all, he, he hit the 70% completion rate. He threw for another 4,000-plus yards, almost eight yards per throw. And he had 21 touchdowns versus just eight picks. He was sacked 29 times, a rating of 100.8, QBR of 64.1. The following year, all these are Gruden years that I'm just showing you guys, right? These are the Gruden years. So I'm just, from a statistical standpoint, John Gruden knows how to get the, the, the most out of this man. 16 games, 348 completions out of 517 attempts, 67.3% with his completions, over 4,100 yards thrown, almost eight yards per throw that time, and he had his most touchdowns under Gruden, 27-9. to He had a 101.4 rating and a 64.3 QBR. And then the final year under John Gruden, Boy, he got canned, you know, 17 to 428, right? I mean, see, 17 games, 428 out of 626, 68.4 on the completion, 
and he almost hit four. He got over 4,800 yards, which right now is the most he's done in an individual year. He had, he was a couple hundred from getting 5,000 yards in one year. He had almost eight yards or 7.7 on average throwing it 23 touchdowns. And then he had 14 picks that year, uh, which is the highest interception. Well, he tied it with the 2022 year and it was still pro bowl. Now remember he had multiple pro bowls in this thing too. So you can, we can talk about his, his, uh, his uh, win loss record, which is 63 and 79. I always throw that out there, but from a, from stats that he controlled entirely, you know, well, you got the, the quarterback to the wide receiver, wide receiver, running backs, tight ends got to catch it. But his statistics under Gruden are very, I, you know, they very eye opening. Each year under John Gruden from 2018 to 2021, he threw for over 5,000, over 4,000 yards and almost 5,000 yards in the final year. Now, what the Saints will need him to do is because he had two back to back years, the 22 and 21 years, where his interceptions were up. But still in all, He's still the 24 to 14 ratio in 2022 is still 10. You know, he tips 10, 10 picks behind where he's supposed to be. But you want to get that interception uh, rate to drop some. But this is the thing. When we talk about Derek Carr and what they have and what he could bring, let me just show you another thing. This is individual This is team stats from the Saints offense and defense. As you can see, the offense is on this side. Defense is on that side. Points per game. Saints averaged 19.4 points per game last year for a stinking, miserable 22 rank in the NFL. The Saints gave up 20.3 points per game. That's ranked ninth in the NFL. Yards per game offensive-wise, the Saints had almost 334 yards per contest. That's good for 18 in the NFL. With that craptastic offense we had, Saints gave up 314, almost 315, which was fifth in the NFL. Points per play, points per play, as you can see right there. I don't really want to talk about it, but yards per play, 5.6, good for 10th. So it's what's interesting is, and then you can look at the third, the third down conversion rate by the Saints, which is almost 41% for 15th, middle of the pack. Saints on defense gave up almost uh, 41.63% or 42% on third down, which was 24th in the NFL, and so on and so forth. So what I'm saying is, if you look at the Saints in terms of their total offense, and they were 19th, uh, well, they 22nd ranked last year, and were only given, you know, scoring 19.4 points a game, and you look at the type of stuff that Carr is doing, it's hard to imagine that you're not asking him to do anything eye-opening or glaring. You know what I'm saying, fam? You're not asking Carr to do anything eye-opening or glaring. You're, he's basically doing what he was doing in John Gruden's uh, offense, right? But a little bit more efficiently. Like, let's get them, them interceptions down. And I know the offensive line wasn't all that. And, but it's, you, you know, you look at what he does. And I'm, not, and I'm pretty sure he'll improve in many as, aspects because – he has a lot of weapons around him. And I would say I was looking at the Raiders offense and the weapons that he had there. And I'm looking at what the Saints are giving them. And even though it's on paper right now, that's the Saints offense potentially. 
could be a top 10. I'm calling it out. I'm going to put it. I'm going on the hook right now. I'm going to yell it out and say the Saints offense is going to be a top 10 unit this year. They're going to be a top 10 unit. Now, the only thing I think stinks that out is if certain players are not there or whatever. But listen, the offense is not hinging on just one wide receiver. We know Chris Olave is fantastic. We know Rashid Shahid's going to improve. But the Saints have wide receivers everywhere. They have a very strong wide receiver room. And I'm talking about, man, we're talking about all these fantastic wide receivers. And you throw James Washington in there. You throw James Washington in there. And we had some film breakdown of James Washington on the Patreon. A lot of, man, listen, the James Washington signing on the back end of the season, Speed, catch, smart, crafty. He had injuries, but you get James Washington in the Saints room. Speed, all that, veteran presence. Oh, they was talking about Foster Monroe. We need a tight end, Q. Well, I, I think Foster Monroe is hanging around the building somewhere, and then they sign him. Give him a contract, bring him in. Car's familiar with the man. I love that move. But like I said, the Saints offense, and I was showing you the statistics from last year, and the Saints was doing that with what they had last year, and they had talent last year. It's just It just wasn't leadership from the QB position. If you don't have a leadership from the QB position, you see what happened. The offense is up and down. This is not going to be the same offense. If you study what they're doing, and there's players that we can talk on here that will – Bring it to another level. You have we not we not you're not asking Derek Carr to do anything more than some of the things that he was doing with the Raiders. Maybe you ask him to be more efficient. Like you got to let's bring them interceptions down here. But you give him a running game and security blankets and tight ends. You got wide receivers all over the place. You got freaking Taysom Hill running around. Don't forget Taysom Hill running around out there. Elvin Kamara, Jamal Williams. It's just, it's absolutely phenomenal of what the hell we got going on. I ain't going to lie to you. He ain't lying. Because I'm telling you straight off the t- off the bat, man, that the Saints offense will be a top 10 unit this year. Now, now in terms of the defense, we're going to have to wait and see. But I am encouraged when I put the film on and study Nate Shepard and Colin Sanders. When I was able to study their film, dude, listen, Nate Shepard, and this to one word I would describe both those guys and even Brian Breesey, one word would describe all of them, and that's violent. It's like it's hard to block a big guy like them, and they just they're they're hell bent. That's the term. They're hell bent on getting to the quarterback or severely disrupting the play. And then they're athletic bigs. Like you got a six feet tall Colin Sanders who outruns, and I was showing film on Patreon, he outran faster edge rushers to the quarterback. Straight line to him, and he just, like, he it was phenomenal. And, like, and the thing is, when you talk about the question I was asking family is until we really see it happen and they find out what they want them to do and they get comfortable in the system. But you've seen Shepard, I've seen Nate Shepard and Sanders pursue faster quarterbacks, Jalen Hurt, who the Saints haven't been able to beat since they drafted him. 
And all these other quarterbacks, Saints defense guys get out of them. But anyway, let's stick to the, the car situation and why I think this is vital. Because getting John Gruden to come in here and try and try and attempt to help, uh, you know, communicate the game in the way that where Carr can understands it, it shortens the learning curve, meaning that it helps the Saints get the winning. We show these times had these these car stats up on the screen because what he represents is the fact that the Saints will have explosive plays back. I keep talking about explosive plays because we didn't have that much last year at, at all, right? You, you, you see him get down the field and all this, but we were doing all this other stuff. But explosive plays are back in the Saints offense. You have explosive players, wide receivers, running backs, tight ends that can get upfield. You got a quarterback that when we broke the film down on Patreon, the dude throws a 40, 45-yard ball like it's like a it's a 15-yard or 10-yard check down. It's like it's – it's nothing. You know, you have some guys that have to rail all the way back and try to throw the ball up, you know, let me get the wind up. Nah, this, this dude, it's like it's the dude is really good at throwing that deep ball, man. And like I said, explosives are back in the New Orleans Saints offense. That'll help out, that'll help out our running game, that we can get Jamal Williams and all our space players that's good in space, Kendra Miller, don't forget him. So, like I said, you put Carr on top of this thing, very smart move for the Saints to get Carr, to get Gruden to come in here because what it does do is it gives Gruden, like I said, Gruden, who was the quarterback over Carr for those years there and got the the, the, the most out of him, like the 4,000-plus years and the last year, almost a 5,000-yard uh, year from Carr. We just got to get them interceptions down, even though they like 10 Picks from the touchdown differential. Not bad at all. Not bad at all. Right, Arsenio? He ain't lying. So, I mean, yeah, this is the thing. So, anyway, shout out to the fam, man. That's why I think this is going to be a very good, very good situation, man. Let me see if the family got any questions or comments, man. Y'all throw them in the chat. Much love to the fam. But this, look, that's just me. You know, doing this and watching them games and all this kind of stuff. It's a feel for the Saints offense, Right. When you got a quarterback that's really good at throwing the deep ball, it's one of his favorite things to do. Weapons and wide receivers, tight ends, and running backs that are versatile that can go and get it. When you have a deep ball game that is on point, that is thorough and on code, what ends up happening is it makes all those other people, defenses play the hell back because they don't want to get bombed out. That opens up everything, and then football becomes Fun and beautiful. Because you don't, the last thing, you, you got to pick your poison with the Saints offense again. You can't be like, oh, we just going to clutter up the running, you know, the line of scrimmage and stop Elvin Kamara and Taysom Hill and make Andy Dalton beat us like they did last year and Dalton couldn't do it consistently. That's not happening this year. That guy, one thing that guy doing, I'm saying Carr does, is put that goddamn ball out there accurately. Drops it right in the bread basket of the, uh, of his wide receivers and keep them in tune, keeping them running. Explosives are back. You gotta play. You gotta put them damn safeties back. Opposing defenses, you gotta play back. You gotta play back, and that's just what we want you to do. Because you gotta pick your poison, baby. It's either the wide receivers, baby, the skilled players, baby, or it's this. It's, it's our running backs, baby. 
We want it either way. Pick your poison. It's back in the city of New Orleans. It's back in the black and gold building. Now, let's see if Carr and Carr Michael can get on the same page and make this work because the pressure is on Carr and especially Dennis Allen to get this popping. Let's get it. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I want to see. But the defense, I'm not putting the defense way down there. I think the defense will eventually be like, I ain't going to say middle of the pack, but I wouldn't be upset at that, you know, at first, you know, the Saints. Because the, the biggest question, we know the secondary can do their thing. The question would be, can the Saints uh, improve upon what they did last year when they allowed so much yards to be ran against them? Uh, running, you know, the, the the rush defense, can they improve? And I'm saying they can't get worse than what they've done. And if you study these high motor, all these interior defensive linemen, the Saints sign and draft, the, you know, Brice, these are high motor, violent, big uh, guys that don't stop at the first time. Like even when you see Colin Saunders, who has a limited amount of moves from a defensive interior, man, you'll see him, he'll get stonewalled and get double blocked. And what he'll do is he's only six feet tall, 330 something pounds. So what he'll do is he'll, you know, stat, you know, keep these uh, offensive linemen in front of him while he's peeking around him. And then when he sees something happen, somebody shoot from out the backfield, he's chasing them down. You see big Nate Shepard, him tearing ass through it, pushing through, splitting double teams. And yeah, these, these are high motor violent uh, arms, hands flailing away type players. So yeah, th- this is going to be very interesting to see how they all mesh. And we all talked about what Brian Breesy does when he's healthy. He's a force. This guy's six, six, 300 plus pounds. And he don't even move like a six, six, 300 pound guy. That's the phenomenal thing about him is his athleticism is that when you see him on tape, they got this son gun lined up at the end in some of these plays in college come shooting off the end. So I'm really excited about that and what they could possibly be. But I do realize that it's going to take a little time for the defense. I think from an offensive standpoint, the offense is going to have to kind of get that thing going right away. They're going to have to get it going. The defense, I think the defense will eventually be like a middle of the pack. I can, you know, see them getting better with time. But that offense, man, with everything we have, we're going to, we're going to be hitting on something. We're going to be hitting on something, baby. Let me tell you something. All right, Scout says, yeah, for sure. Sanders chased down QBs to the sideline. Those tackles can do st- – yeah, bro, yeah, yeah, he's a guy, man. They don't quit is what I'm – like the guys the Saints have that they brought in the interior, man, they don't quit. They don't quit on film until the damn play is over with. They're high-motor, high-energy guys, and they don't quit. They, they are – what's the term I'm looking for? Relentless. There you go. That's the term I'm looking for. The guys the Saints have, they are relentless, relentless players on film. They are relentless. So the Saints might be, they've done something spectacular, man. There, We see how it all pop and go. All right, Tim says, Big Q, your prediction, who starts a D-ball tail? <laughs> yeah, I've been hearing the back and forth between them, between uh, 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 Alante Taylor. A lot of people have been saying that, you know, Alante Taylor might, you know, surpass a Debo, you know, he might surpass him. I wouldn't be surprised on that, man. But right, I'm going to stick with uh, Paulson Adebo right now, man. I'm going to stick with Paulson Adebo right now. But listen, Alante Taylor, man, is on his heels, man. Alante Taylor, is he's smart, he's physical, he's fast, he's multifaceted. And the thing is, we know Adebo plays the corner, 
the you know he plays outside there. I don't know if if he could play the nickel position. You know, learning how to play that position that's a whole another thing. So it, you know, we know we know Alante could do it. <laughs> we know Alante could do it, right? So, man, listen, he's on his heels. I love that because that's more competition for them to get better because it was a sophomore slump for Paulson Adebo, right? So from that standpoint, you would think Alante Taylor might have a similar situation. So we'll see, but it'll be fun kind of watching him do that, you know? It'll be fun. Shout out to you, Tim. Thanks for the question. All right. Uh, Bruce said, I want the running backs and the old line to say quarterbacks. We don't need no stinky quarterbacks. Yes, yes. You know, but that's the thing, man. You got a fantastic running, you know, a running back room. Those got the man, they don't understand, man. They don't understand. You put Elvin Kamara and Jamal Williams together, dude. They don't they don't understand. They don't get that. You know, we get it. Because you, you, the guy's one season removed from 17 touchdowns, man, let the NFL. You let us get him in the Saints system? He came from Detroit doing that. Imagine what he could do with, in the Saints system. And we know Campbell come, came from here. So, you know, a little what he's doing, he's trying to mix in what we did in that offense. But, you know, I'm just seeing all of the stuff that could possibly, because I'm just saying, man, it, the, the running back room is off the chain. Even when you get beyond Kendra Miller, who's, dude, dude, he had 16 rushing touchdowns last year in college. <laughs> like, like, oh, Jamal Williams had 17 rushing, he had 17 touchdowns in the NFL and led the NFL. Yes, yes. And guess what? Kendra Miller had 16 rushing touchdowns in college, right? So at, at the end of the day, man, I just really, I just really appreciate what our running back room is, uh, now and into the future, and really the undrafted guy like uh, Sheradrick Thompson. I've been showing, I showed film of him. Man, let me tell you something, man. Uh, uh, Sheradrick Thompson, man. Y'all, uh, y'all need to look at some film. We did some film work on him on Patreon, man, on our TSC Q and A live, man. So. That was really cool, man. Sheradrick Thompson is, dude, you brutalize you. That that's that's. I just I'm just so impressed with our running back room. I love it, man. This could be one of the best, and we've had some great running back rooms. But when you add the weapons that the Saints have to go there, it's gonna make the if running the ball the make it's gonna make the Saints offense so much better. So I think the only thing that kind of holds the Saints offense back to a degree is the imagination of Pete Carmichael. But remember the words that Pete Carmichael said in the NOLA.com article is the fact that they're looking to uh, find out what plays that he's doing, and that's how you get to success. That's what LSU did with Joe Burrow that year when we destroyed college football that year. They went into it and said, hey, man, what do you feel comfortable with doing? Not what I feel like doing, but hey, let's look at it like this. What do you like to do? Well, I like to do that. And the Saints say, well, let's see if we can do that. And when you do that, when you cater toward the quarterback strength, 
Gather at the Winter Village at Cameron Run and experience the magic of the holidays with ice and lights. Enjoy a fun, unstructured outdoor family experience just a few minutes from Old Town Alexandria. Explore whimsical light displays, snap selfies, and take a spin on the outdoor ice rink. Book your visit early. Calendars fill fast, so make your plans with friends, visitors, guests, or that special someone today. Buy tickets today at CameronIceandLights.com. That's CameronIceandLights.com. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Got some success there because he takes the offense onto his own and he gets more comfortable. So it, it's a, just a matter of uh, verbiage. That's pretty much what it is. A lot of the plays, they're running the same plays all across the NFL from team to team, but the verbiage is diff- different. What they call in the play is different. So this is this and this is that and all this kind of stuff, and they have to muddy the waters a bit because people will know what you're doing. So, you know, the, but, yeah, it's all about figuring that out. And once he gets the key, because the reality is people say, Q, you think he can do it? You think we can win right away? Not right away. Because you're going to have to rely on your running game to get the play action going. That's number one. That's fundamental football 101, baby, is that you're going to have to get your running game going and work the pass off the run. Said that for years because that's a, that's a foundation stone and a successful offense across the NFL and across the NFL world, period. In college and anywhere else where you got competent football being played, is that you've got to get your running game going so you can get into your play-action bag. Once you get into your play-action bag, it's all over with. You have the head on the spin, you know, on the tizzy, they're spinning this way and that way, and you got them going. Once that play-action get going, it's a wrap. Once it get going, that's a wrap. So, yes, so the running game has to be something that helps Carr right away until he really gets truly comfortable in what he's doing. And then I just just hide all with flow. Could we possibly see... Once again, those four wide receiver streak patterns where you got that, the verticals going out there. Could we see something like that? Could we see some Elvin Kamara and Jamal Williams in the backfield? Could we see some decoying of Elvin Kamara at times to take, uh, uh, you know, the defense look away from one position and go to the opposite? Could we see some misdirection there? Could we see all of this stuff? Thank you, Alan. Shout out to Alan Stott for hitting that subscribe button. Much love to you, Alan. Appreciate you, my friend. And shout out to a few of our family members that's uh, that following via Facebook. Shout out to y'all, man. Appreciate y'all. Uh, Rem Arpin, Jules Wilkinson, uh, Rev, no, I hope I'm saying this right, Noyagaim. Ya, no I hope I'm pronouncing your name correctly. Thank y'all for, uh, shout out to y'all. Uh, Parisite, Cole Bay. Uh, damn, y'all got some really interesting names. Arnell Arnado, shout out to you as well. So big ups to all y'all, man. Thank y'all for listening. Shout out to the fam too. So the look at the, this is very good in terms of the Gruden commentary. I got it kind of on the sidebar with the running attack, but it's, it's all, you know, it, it all works together. The saints have the talent. They had talent last year, but this year they've over, they've over, can we say overdone it? I, I you know, I, I'm, I'm not, 
I'm very satisfied with the moves that they're making. I really am in terms of the offense. Could we really say that the Saints offense is lacking a weakness somewhere? Not in the running back room, not in the wide receiver room, whether you have veterans or young guys, Shaq Davis, uh, Malik Flowers, you know, could you? That is phenomenal. It's phenomenal. He ain't lying. So I think at the end of the day, it's it'll be really awesome and special to see what they're going to look like if we move forward. But, man, just studying the film and looking at the tendencies of the quarterback and what he was doing in, you know, with the Raiders. And if he can bring just that to the Saints, man, that's just what you need, you know, to, 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 blow, to blow the doors off these teams. And he don't have to carry the whole team by itself. He don't need to do that. You got all of these people around you that, that will, you know, the Kamaras, the Jamal, all these guys, the Taysom's and the Jawan Johnson's, the Foster Monroe's, the man, Rashid Shaheed. And then all I mentioned all them dudes and didn't talk about can't guard Mike. What if can't guard Mike? I know I did the poll the other day. I asked the family members, you know, what did they thought about Michael Thomas? How many games does Michael Thomas play this year? I said the entire season, does he play 16 games? Does he play 10 games? Does he play no games? And a lot of the family members were pretty positive. They believed that I think I had a 10 plus 10 game, 10 plus game option up there. And a lot of people kind of was around there somewhere. But can guard Mike is even in the equation. And if he's healthy, man. Just remember what Ken Guard Mike did in the Atlanta game, right? When Atlanta Falcon people was doing this. Ah! <laughs> uh, when they was doing that after <laughs> when we tore them up like that in the first in the in the game, man. Let me tell you something, man. That was that was he that was most that was Ken Guard Mike. He had three touch didn't he have three touchdowns in that game? Oh, my goodness. My goodness, man. My goodness. It's looking pretty good, man. All right. All right. Shout out to you, Tuck Graff. Appreciate you, fam. Appreciate y'all for being in this thing. All right. So let me see the rest of the family members. Y'all got any questions, man? I got about nine more minutes before I get out of here. All right, True Hurst said, I heard one of the sports radio stations, the chick host said that she believes that the Detroit Lions will be more of a Super Bowl contender than the Saints. I don't know about all that. She might be a like a Detroit Lions person. You know, I'm not mad for people saying, let's put that up there. Let's put the Detroit Lions up there. You know, I don't I don't know how, how you think you're going to improve. How could you do better than 17 touchdowns? Your running back had 17 touchdowns. You let him hit the street. Now, the guy they got is not bad, and I think they drafted somebody, but still in all, that, that makes it very difficult for me to, like, move on and say, okay, yeah, we got this guy, and then you get that guy to the Saints. And look, a lot, and like I said, and this is the, the I see a lot of stuff going on, family, like a lot of the people across the NFL world are not picking the Saints to do anything. They keep saying, they keep using the same verbiage. They keep saying the same talking points. They keep saying uh, the Saints should win a wide-open NFC South. They should win a wide-open NFC South. They should win a wide-open NFC South. 
Why are you just not saying the Saints should win the NFC South? Why it got to be you got your wide open? <laughs> like, well, they won it because it was wide open. You know, it's like it's a early, it's like a early shot at you. Like it's a wide open NFC South. Is it really that wide open? You know, we got two young teams in here with young quarterbacks at the helm. The Saints walk up in this thing with a 10-year veteran with all the weapons around them, and we talking about it's wide open. I mean, the Saints, commonsensically, if people get out of their, you know, you know, the emotional mind behind the squad, start looking at the, the talent of the team. I'm not saying our competitors are not talent. They're, you know, they're not – I'm saying I'm not saying they're talentless, but it, what it comes down to is, like, experience as well because experiences isn't I would say experience is the greatest teacher man it's the greatest teacher you got a veteran quarterback in the NFC South with the Saints he's a 10-year veteran you're operating a system that he's familiar with you brought in a guy to help the verbiage the communication uh, uh, of the plays and all this kind of stuff that they work with him Carmichael says that he's picking his brain to figure out what plays he wants and he like you give him Jamal Williams and all these other fantastic weapons I have. And we still saying like the, the truthfully, honestly, the saints should be a favorite, like the favorite and, you know, to, 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 to go through the South. We got a lot of young people here. They got to learn. They ain't got, they ain't wise enough yet. You know, they ain't experienced enough yet. And we all know when you put people together, they got to learn how to play. But at the same time, experience is the best teacher. So, a lot of these young guys, it's not their time yet, but your time will come. It's just right, not right now. You got to put that work in. You know, you. I know what you did in college. I know what you did, you know, this, that, and the third, but this is a whole nother level. And every level, you got to put the work in. You can't just lay off of what you did from the previous level. Every next level you climb up to, you got to put the work in. You got to put the work in. You got to pay your dues on every level you get to. So we understand that and ain't nothing going to be given to us. We don't want nothing that's given to us. We're going to earn every step. We're going to earn it every step of the way. That's the mentality. But, you know, when you start thinking about stuff like that, I'm like, man, it's a wide open NFC South. Wide open. And I caught myself saying, I'm like, let me stop saying that, man. You know, the Saints should the Saints should be able to, I ain't going to say run through the NFC South because I, I, I see them splitting with a couple of teams and, and, and sweeping. Well, actually, change. I changed it. I said we're gonna sweep Atlanta. <laughs> sweep Atlanta. I can see us splitting with Carolina because we got swept by Carolina last year. I know it's a different squad, but you know we should have beat them both of those games. You know, I can see us sweeping Atlanta. I can see us sweeping Tampa Bay. You know, but the Saints do come up. But I also understand why a lot of people are saying that the Saints are this, and they're picking other teams over the Saints is because. It's the head coach. A lot of times it's Dennis Allen and people, a lot of people outside the black and gold building, hell, in, inside of the building and the family base don't believe in Dennis Allen. And if he's a part of the situation, a lot of people going to be like, hey, man, I, I, I like the Saints, but who your coach is? You know, I ain't mad. I, you know, I, I ain't mad at that. You know, it's what it is. All right, Lego Maegos, enjoying the show. Thank you, bro. Appreciate you. Much love to you. Uh, appreciate y'all for being here, man. St. Gomer says, checking in from Los Angeles. Shout out to you, my friend. Appreciate you. Ken Gruden, he says, Ken Gruden be in the Saints coaching mix for this year as Lombardi's replacement. Legally, he does have a Super Bowl mentality. That's a very good point you're making there. And the question and comment as well. 
do the Saints do that? I would not listen. I know what Gruden did and all this kind of stuff. I, I don't know if he apologized for it. I think he did. I wonder. This was a while ago. Gather at the Winter Village at Cameron Run and experience the magic of the holidays with ice and lights. Enjoy a fun, unstructured outdoor family experience. Just a few minutes from Old Town Alexandria. Explore whimsical light displays, snap selfies, and take a spin on the outdoor ice rink. Book your visit early. Calendars fill fast, so make your plans with friends, visitors, guests, or that special someone today. Buy tickets today at CameronIceandLights.com. That's CameronIceandLights.com. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. But that would have to be something if he didn't address, he would have to address before they w- welcome him back in because it'll get bad press behind it. We know how, how everything works. You got to write it. You got you to gotta fix some stuff. But if he's brought on the team as a, what you would call it, a assistant, offensive assistant, I would not be upset by that because it puts a guy in the room with Carmichael and Chucky is an alpha dog. So Chucky and, you know, he'll have to listen to Pete, but you know, I don't think they headbutt, but I think it does bring a very good mentality in there. It definitely empowers the offense. No doubt about it. And to have him as an assistant there or, you know, or I ain't gonna say a counselor, you know, what they call them when they come in there, you know, like I guess for lack of better words, an assistant wouldn't be upset about that. But I don't think that's what's going on. I think uh, they just brought him in just to kind of help him out right now. But they could revisit it as a, at, at, another, at another time. Who knows? But I, that, that would be a good poll question to the, the family members, to the Who That Nation. How would you guys feel about John Gruden? Matter of fact, give me a second, fam. Let me hold on here. Let me put this up to the poll before I, uh, you know, up here. Let me do this. Give me a second. Let me put this poll together. All right. All right. Hold on. Let me phrase this. How do you guys feel? How would you guys? Hold on. Let me phrase it a certain way. Would you? Before. Saints. Adding. Team as coach, assistant coach. I don't know. Where the hell I spell that wrong? 
Okay, yeah, there we go. All right, all right. So let me put it there to be all right, yes. No. All right, so let me ask the community that. I'm putting it out here, fam. We're going to put it up there. Okay, there we go. All right, so the poll's up there. All right, so the poll's up there, fam. Uh, let, let, let's do this. Y'all chime in on that poll. Y'all let me know how y'all feel. We got 150-plus of us in the building. I want every last one of you guys that's listening to the stream to chime in on this damn poll and let me know how you guys feel about that. You know, about, you know, if the saints did now, right now, this is not the case, but would you be against John Gruden on your team as an offensive assistant, as an assistant coach, not, you know, anything else, not offensive coordinator, but as an assistant coach, how would you feel about that? So we putting that up there so the family members can chime in. All right. All right, that'd be good to f- see what y'all think about that, man. All right. Uh, let me see if there are any other questions. These these nuts, shout out to these nuts is in the building. It says, hey Q, did you do your 53-man prediction yet? Yeah, I did it, bro. Uh several shows back, bro. We did one um where it was connected to uh the whodatdaily.com. Hold on, let me see if I can pull that up. Shout out to my brother Scoob, man. Appreciate you, Scoob, for being a a supporter of the stream. Much love to my brother Scoob. He says, how does the chump missioner feel about this affliction affiliation with Chucky? Will we get more of the same unfair treatment? What he says, what are the chances it increases? Well, we know he don't like us already. So the hell with him, you know, so we went spite his smelly tail, you know, so there is no, the, uh, uh, Roger Goodell is not a guy that endears himself to the Who That Nation. Remember, he was trying to steal the song, the 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 you know he's trying to get that under NFL control. All of these really reckless calls against the Saints over heavy, over you know heavy handed treatment of the team, stuff like that. So we don't really like him, and he doesn't try to fix that. It's like he just pretends like everybody likes him. It's just a big cartoon, a big you know play for 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 him. So. I wouldn't care about that, Scoob, and it'd probably be more of the same treatment against us, so I, I wouldn't worry about it at all, my brother. If it helps the team in the now, man, you know, that's what I'm looking at, and I think uh, it would, man, but it's just how would it be perceived, you know, in terms of the family base? You know, would you get bad press for that? So I think a lot of people are kind of looking at that thing too. All right, shout out to you, bro. All right, um, what's up, Lori? How you doing, baby? Shout out to Lori, man. Much love to you. Appreciate you. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Gator says uh, offensive diversity is good. Indeed. Especially when you have guys like, uh, uh, you know, Pete and Pete, listen, Pete Carmichael knew knows that he's under fire because even though Dennis Allen is the guy that's sitting on top of the team as the head coach, we know Dennis Allen, you know, you know, it's not like I ain't, I ain't trying to disrespect the man, but you know, we know what a head coach looks like. You know, and it ain't him. <laughs> he ain't lying. So I mean, it, that that's what I'm saying. It, it, no disrespect, but you gonna have to earn it, brother. You gonna have to earn that thing. You gonna have to earn it. We know what a head coach looked like. We had one for years here, and we had a couple of them prior to that that were pretty good. You know, 
So we know what a head coach look like. And it's just not him. You know, it's like at times, you know, you got to know how to spark these guys. And now, it, now listen, there are certain things that he, if he took it serious, like he can clean up some stuff and, you know, be better at certain attributes of being a man. Like you knowing how to talk to people, not talking to everybody the same way, knowing how to uh, get personal with the players, you know, and treat everybody differently understanding not to be backstabbed because he did that last year. He really cut his own throat last year when he backstabbed Jameis Winston, lied to him, and Jameis Winston came out to the press and said he lied to me. So how does he then act? Did he fix himself and said, you know what? I did say that, Jameis, and first and foremost, I apologize to you. I apologize. I'm sorry. I didn't realize I was doing that. You know, you know let's make amends. I'm sorry. You're my quarterback. Let me go ahead on, and uh, when you get healthy, we're going to put you in that thing. That's not what he did. He did the, <laughs> he did the exact opposite. When Jameis did that, and I told everybody in the Who That Nation, I said, this guy is petty, and he's going to prove to he's petty. He's going to put Jameis, and Jameis was off that IR list, and he was a third-string quarterback for the rest of the season when he came back. You don't think Dennis Allen knew you had? He was watching the same games we watching. The Saints offense couldn't get off the, you know, couldn't get, couldn't get right, and Jameis is sitting there. He's healthy. And why is he sitting as a third-string quarterback? Why was he sitting up there? Because Dennis Allen didn't want to put him in the game because of the comment he made last year about him lying to him. But Jameis felt like he had to go outside the building to address the position because Dennis Allen was – he didn't trust him. The, the, the trust was frat, you know, fractured. And then when that happens, you, you're not going to win no games like that. Now, the point is – Number one, Dennis Allen should have known that. That's number one. Number two is you don't backstab people in life, but some of these people operate like this and you got a backstabby guy over the team, which means that spreads out to let everybody know if this dude backstabbed the quarterback who the leader of the team, imagine what he, so that's why they didn't play for him like they were supposed to, not consistently anyway. And they'll sit up there and say, no, nah, Q, that's not true. We just didn't play well because of injuries. And nah, 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 nah. nah, man, I played football before, man. If you don't trust the guy that's the head coach and you don't believe in what he's doing, you're not going to play for him full. And that goes for football, basketball, and anywhere. If you're a coach that's undermined, half the team is not going to listen to you. Half the team will. You got a divided team and you get divided results. The only way you're going to win as a whole is the majority of the team is buying into your philosophy. That's how this works. You're not going to stir it around that. So if you get the, the car acumen, I think, improves the, their chances of winning because he likes this guy. He drafted him. The systems are familiar with. I actually like Carr. I think what he brings to the Saints could work. But what about all the other stuff? Not about the backstabby stuff, but when stuff start going awry, you know, we might lose to a team that we better than. You see, what happens then if we have a three-game or a four-game losing streak? How does how do we react to that? What does Dennis Allen step in and do? You know, these are questions that I ask because it ain't always about the talent of the team. It's not about it's about the personnel on top of the team and how you utilize these people. You got to be able to put them in positions to win. Now, I'm very excited about the personnel that we have that's on the field. I like a lot of the coaches we picked up. 
But once again, that does not answer the question about what the head coach has learned during this offseason and how will he improve himself, not the team, but himself as a himself as a head coach. What did he learn? Nobody asking them questions. Nobody asking those questions except for me. How does Dennis Allen improve as a head coach? How does he improve his decision-making ability? Does he have somebody that he gives, uh, or, you know, what? well, I already know most of this stuff, but hearing them is a whole other thing. Anyway, I'm talking, I'm talking facts here, man. If you played organized sport before and you have a, a coach that's so it could be a volleyball team, a baseball team, a basketball team, hell, it could be a rugby team. If you got a coach that leads the team and you don't believe in the coach, you're not going to play for the coach. You're not because half the people are going to be saying, this man don't know what he's talking about. He don't know what he's doing. If you got half the team that don't believe in him, you're going to get half-ass results because half the, te- <laughs> half the team can't win at, you know, while the other team don't believe in the coach. I ain't, ain't lying. I ain't lying. All right, so anyway, let's get, let's get this popping, man. I got to get up out of here, man. I appreciate the family members chiming in on this one here. Gather at the Winter Village at Cameron Run and experience the magic of the holidays with ice and lights. Enjoy a fun, unstructured outdoor family experience just a few minutes from Old Town Alexandria. Explore whimsical light displays, snap selfies, and take a spin on the outdoor ice rink. Book your visit early. Calendars fill fast, so make your plans with friends, visitors, guests, or that special someone today. Buy tickets today at CameronIceandLights.com. That's CameronIceandLights.com. Sometimes during Christmas, something magical happens. Hey, Cricket customers. The Max with Ads plan is included with the Cricket $60 Unlimited plan at no additional cost. And this holiday season, Max is the one to watch when you're feeling festive. Son of a nutcracker. Cozy up to all the holiday classics like Elf, 8-Bit Christmas, and the Harry Potter 8 film collection. Just log in with your Cricket username and password to experience Max on all your favorite devices. Phone plans, streams, and standard definition programming subject to change. Fees, terms, and restrictions apply. See CricketWireless.com for details. As well, and once again, shout out to uh, Lego My Ego, man. I appreciate what you're doing. Appreciate your family on that. All right, uh, let's see. Uh, Five Four Coast says, "Q, do you think Shahid can play outside? Can play, can play the slot position?" I think, Mister Who that uh, all day Five Four Four. Thank you, brother, for hitting that subscribe button. Shout out to y'all, man. Thank you, the new family members here. I think Rashid Shahid. A lot of people see him as has the outside application. You know, he has outside application. I think that's the best use of his speed, you know. But what if we had a speed package that we put out there? We have all our speed demons out there, all of our speed demons. The fastest guys, Chris Olavi, Rashid Shahid, um, James Washington. Uh, throw another one at me, family, another speed demon we got. Could we use, uh, you know, our, our vertical package? Can we get down field? But I think mostly, I mean, playing a slot for him, I don't know. I, I, I don't know about that one. Champ Prods, thank you, fam, for hitting the subscribe button. I don't know about that 504 Co. You know, I, you know, I, I, I'd imagine that you, if you put Rashid Shahid anywhere on the field, he'll have some application there. I think uh, I would say that, you know, you can move him there and, you know, he can make something pop for you. But listen, his greatest forte is outside because he can get down that field on your tail. But I really would prefer to have our bigger guys like the Brian Edwards or the uh, the A.T. Paris, uh, the uh, uh, the uh, Shaq Davises of the world, 
I would like those guys to be inside with that catch radius because, you know, when you're moving around that level, man, you got them linebackers around there and you got to have a little, you know, girth to be able to absorb some of the punishment those guys are going to dish out, man. So I don't know, bro, but I, I, I can he's so talented. You can move him around, but I think probably the best thing is him being outside. All right, yeah, James Washington is phenomenal, man. Let me tell you something. That's right, Dana, big guys in the slots. That's right, thank you. Queens know, the Queens know. I like the big guys in the slot, man, the big guys. And listen, the cold-blooded part about it, our big guys can also go outside too because we got guys, the big guys got speed too. The big guys have speed too, and that's something I love. I absolutely love that. Yeah, <laughs> I hear, I see you, Tedra. All right, shout out to y'all, man. All right, Bruce Bro says Flowers is like Lance more good. No joke, dude works to change the side. Yeah, I seen this footage, man. He was looking at uh, Malik Flowers. Saints do it again, fam. They do it again, and they've been doing it for the last several years. They've been doing a phenomenal job of finding these guys. You found Deontay Harris Hardy out of Assumption College. You're scouting when you can find a Deontay Harris Hardy and then you know that, you know, we're going to move on from him. And then you bring in Rashid Shaheed from Toledo. And then you bring in Rashid Shaheed's guy, the guy he tied all of his records. And Malik Flowers from Montana. Come on. You know, you got a gift when you can do that. And then these, and listen, we had Deontay Harris Hardy. And the question is, he's, he's a smaller wide receiver. You don't have problems with, Rashid, Rashid Shahid, 6'1". Malik Flowers is 6'2". So you got these guys that are not just speed demons with good vision, but you can see Rashid Shahid actually is working on running his routes. You can see Malik Flowers is doing the same thing. So I got to give a shout out to Jeff Ireland for president, as my dog Scoob calls him, and the type of fantastic stuff that he does, man. And, and that's coaching staff, that, that phenomenal scouting staff that the saints have to find these undrafted diamonds in the rough. And we can, we consistently do it year after year. So the saints, man, my goodness, man, they're awesome, man. They're awesome. All right. So anyway, shout out to the family. Let me get back into this. Uh, the, 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 uh, poll that I put up earlier today. We got about 89 votes. Family, I'm about to end that poll. So if you want to get in, uh, it's, it's a blowout anyway. Would you be for the Saints adding Gruden to the team as an assistant coach? Well, over it's over 89 votes for it, and 74% of the vote says yes or against just 26%. So 74% of the people says bringing Gruden on as an assistant coach would be a good idea. So shout out to y'all for Voting on that poll, it's a it's a runaway in the poll, man. Let me just say, I, I just ended it, but it's a runaway there. It's an absolute runaway. All right, so yeah, t- yeah, Taysom actually played some running back. I don't know if y'all remember that or not, but Taysom actually was he played a little. I mean, excuse me, fullback. Y'all remember that? Put one in the chat. Y'all remember them lining up Taysom like a fullback and from the Elvin Kamara several times last year. Y'all remember that? They, he did it all, man. He did it all. He was he played fullback and all that stuff. Taysom Hill is phenomenal, man. Shout out to you, Farouk. I see you, fam. Appreciate you. All right. <laughs> Tug Graf says she wanted 26%. All right. There you go. There you go. All right. There you go. 
All right, shout out to y'all, man. Appreciate you. All right, what's up, Rel? Shout out to my boy, Rel. All right, St. Gomer says, I blame Carmichael for quite a few or of those losses last year. Predictable play calling, no ish. Yeah, you, uh, you're absolutely right, my friend. Shout out to you for dropping that diamond on us because you're absolutely right. Pete Carmichael was making some very curious calls last year, and he would have Elvin Kamara and Chris Olave and some of our best players out on third down and have a bomb. I'm like, what is going on here? So he has to get a, a better about that thing. And I'm, I'm asking myself, what did the saints do differently in terms of it just adding car to the mix with Carmichael did coach Ronald Curry, who's the passing game coordinator. Did they say, listen, uh, coach Curry, we need you to be more vocal and some of these play callings, you know, this, this, this stuff right here, you know, if you don't see, if you see something that don't make sense to you, you know, pull, pull my coattail, let me know. And let's make some, some changes here. You know, let's, let's, let's do that. Is that a thing? You know, it, you know, we know coach Curry was a guy that a lot of people were interviewing for offensive coordinator positions. So we, we know sooner or later, that eventually Coach Curry could be gone next year, right? He flirted around and people were interested. It just, nobody picked him up. But listen, don't be surprised if he's not here next year. He's he's looking for greener pastures. He wants to be an OC himself. So with that type of, and if he's that sought out by teams, you know, is that knowledge base, are they taking advantage of that in the play calling room? Could Carmichael rely more on Coach Curry? That's the thing. And perhaps that's something Dennis Allen could say, hey, man, listen, y'all need to work together. Like, y'all get this together. You know, you see what I'm saying? I, that yet, That's yet to be determined. That is something that we'll have to wait and see develop as we move forward into the season, man. You can see some of the tendencies because that's the big question that I have. And a big change to the Saints team is the quarterback getting Carr here. That's big because he's a leader. He's a guy with a big arm that gets the ball down the field. He's familiar with your systems. All that checks the boxes. It checks the boxes. It really does. Carmichael saying to people that, hey, we talking to, to Carr to ask him what we like. You know, that's big. But we have to see it play out. But I, I expect positive things, man. All right. Okay, OG say he declined the Gruden thing. Okay, shout out to you. Okay, quite a few people declining on the Gruden thing. Okay, I got y'all, fam. Appreciate y'all for chiming in. I believe says Gruden deserves another chance. People who get offended are the biggest hypocrites and losers. I don't know. About, <laughs> I don't know about that, bro. But, you know, sometimes you got to you got to you might have felt some way about something and you might have changed your perspective. It happens all the time. But, you know, the climate that we live in in the day, if somebody pull that up, man, on you, that can that can really hurt. You know what you got going on. You might not even feel that way. You might feel differently. But. You know, that's how it is in the public. Like if you working for a team like the, you know, any team and I hate to throw John Moran in this whole thing, but you know, uh, you know, it's like, it's all about optics is optics. Like when you sign on to these teams, they got these big fat ass contracts. Like we see these guys signing these agreements, but you know, a lot of these agreements they sign in, these guys can't partake. Like, especially if you are a f- the face of the team, like you ain't just some old pitlin, you know, player on a backup you get you get you know you get discipline as well but if you're the face of the team and you 
or doing stuff that the team doesn't like and they pull your card on it, you know, that's a part of the game. Because they have, that's all, a lot of this is written in them agreements. You know, like if you got a sneaker contract and you say something and you don't fix it, because people, the thing is, these are capitalists, man. Capital is all, it's capitalist people. That's capital means money. It's all about money. It's a money game. And you try not to offend people because you want the money to keep coming in. Well, that's what's happening with these teams. Like a lot of these people, they can't do all this stuff. So you would have to make it right if he didn't, or there will be problems, you know, from a public perspective. So, cause the, the, the saints ain't going to want that smoke. They ain't going to want nothing to do with none of that. They want to keep banking and making money and keep it to football on the field. That's what they want. They don't want all them other distractions. So if that is a thing, if he, if there's anything that's still out there and I'm not sure if he apologized for whatever he did, I'm just saying when you are trying to be with another team and you know, and they got that over your head and you ain't make it right. You're going to have to make it right before you do uh, get that public position with that team. That's just, that's just business. You know, you see now you can keep on to your own and stay on to your own. You don't have to worry about it no more. You, you, you dig? But when you step out there and it's somebody else's business and you do something like that, they're not going to play. They're going to, you know, they're going to discipline you and they're going to tell you, hey, man, you got to get out here and you got to make it right. That's the game, man. You know, that's how I go. All right, 504 Cole says, Q, how many safeties do we keep? And we, oh, my goodness. Hold on, bro. Let me pull up the thing because I we, we wrote an article about it. This was some time ago, man. It was, uh, we did, uh, this was a while ago. We did the show. About the depth chart. I mean, it was a while ago. Yeah, it was about, well, how long was that ago? I don't, oh, yeah, that was about two weeks ago. <laughs> about two weeks ago, we did this this show when we, uh, you know, and this is from whodaddaily.com. This is our website, fam, for y'all to go to. And listen, fam, uh, just to let you guys know, uh, coming up here soon, that we're going to we be, we're going to be sending out, like, some notifications to the family members. Uh, for the whodaddaily.com. When you get the notification in your email, sign up for it. Sign up for it because what it does is it gives us an alternate way to contact you because a lot of people keep telling me they're not getting the notifications or if they get the notification, they're getting them a day late and um, contact the people and they, and they tell, and I, they're telling me to tell you guys to make sure you light up all your buttons. So if you're a person that's not getting it, you just got it. He said, damn, Q, I got it, and I got it late. Light up all your buttons. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Un, you know, hit the subscribe button. If it's not subscribed, light up the bell. The bell is supposed to be something as well. But I got something else outside of that that I know is going to work. And a lot of our family that's a part of the PRO, PRO Media Network and the, uh, the Great Saint Think Tank have been saying to me, messaging me, telling me they're not getting their notifications. So I fixed it. So be looking out in your email when you get the information, sign up for it. That way it's you will get the, the notifications every damn time we go live. So I'm letting y'all know when y'all get the, the notifications in your email, sign up for it. It's free and it'll be a clear way that you will get your damn notification. I promise you that. I promise you that. Tell them, Arsenio. He ain't lying. Thank you, brother. So anyway, yeah. 
So anyway, uh, shout out, yeah, a lot of family members telling me that, man. It's like, man, I'll let, you know, I, I, I got something for you, though. I got something for you. All right, so anyway, this is the, the 53 man roster. I'm going to cover this, then I'm going to bounce out of this. This is from the whodaddaily.com. This is our headquartered website. All of our content, everything is there. We got the college football and uh, NBA, you know, all this stuff. Everything is there, boxing, all that stuff. You know, we do it all. But anyway, this is the article that was written. Uh, this was about two weeks ago or so, whatever. And this is the 50. If you want to see the whole list, family, it's the 53 man roster. We covered it. I think that's the show right here. Uh, right here where we talked about it. Isn't that the same damn show? Yep, that's the that's the show right here. And the article and in, in, in who we picked is there. So all of my 53 man projections are right there. Who makes the team from every skill position to the offensive line down to the defense is all there with a paragraph breakdown of the position group. So all of it's there. And then uh, a breakdown at the end of the article. So it's a thorough article that, you know, that I wrote that's available there and you guys can feel free to check it out among other articles and shows that you might not miss. Like I said, again, when you get the notification in your email, because it's a lot of people not getting it, sign up. It's free. Plus it'll have a way where we can be able to reach you guys if something happens, because they could be having problems. I don't know this, you know, I don't know what's going on, but I know I'm a, I'm a problem solver though. <laughs> I know I'm a damn problem solver and I'm going to get to the bottom of it, baby. Just call me Madlock, baby. Baby, I'm going to get to the bottom of it. I'm going to get to the bottom. All right. So shout out to the fam, man. Let me get ready to get on out of here. Listen, fam, if y'all want to, if I'm talking to all my boxing people out there, y'all know I've been doing ring Kings boxing for, I don't know how many years. But, you know, me and Ring King, Ring King's boxing was started by me and my my uh, my brother, Eddie Tumaine Johnson, who passed away a couple of years ago from COVID. So I've been keeping the stream alive in honor of him. And if you guys are aren't on the boxing, I want you all to feel free to if you boxing guys and you love boxing, go over there. I think the the link is in the comment. Matter of fact, the link is uh, in the description section of this video where you can just scroll on the description section and sign up, or you go to the community section and there's a link there to go right to it. We're going to be talking about Errol Spence and Bud Crawford there. Matter of fact, you know, we're going to open up the, the, the lines of communication and all that. We're going to talk, talk some boxing tonight on Friday. I'm going to be there for about an hour. So if you're interested in there, you simply go to the community section. There's always, there's, there's, there's a notification already in the community section with a link that'll take you right there. So it make it real easy for y'all. So with that being said, listen, I appreciate everybody for chiming in on this episode of the show. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Hope y'all have a fantastic Memorial uh, weekend, three day weekend for some of us. Praise Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. For all of that, we got three days. We can relax. We can get our little eat on and stuff like that. We can do what we want to do, baby. That's what I'm talking about. But anyway, y'all have a fantastic one, man. I might pop up in and holler at y'all. Who knows, man? But y'all, but like I said, y'all hit the notification bell or be looking out in your email. Check them damn emails. Check the spam and all that because y'all going to get a note. I want y'all to sign up. Sign up. And then I'm going to be posting a link. Uh, anyway for it directly if you didn't get an email we're gonna get to the bottom of it but i'm gonna holler at y'all on the flip side much love to y'all and who that yeah
Mike Benson, I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Long as I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose or winning, I'm a who that. Sports coma, yeah, this is where we do that. 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 Boogie like Benson, I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Somebody please better help. Running this thing like Elf. Thank God every day I'm not a felt. Go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys. If you ain't ride or die, the bandwagon get flipped. Been marching in. That was way for the ring. I was yelling out your shame for the championship. Fucking on town. Duck down. Falcons pluck get shut down. Panthers ain't much touchdown. The vision really belong to us now. So much hate on the Saints, you could probably tell. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell. The crooked referees are Roger Goodell. Yeah. like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose all winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. You're listening to the sports coma with Big Q and the guys on the PRO Network. Daily.com. That's right, the who that daily.com. Your one-stop shop for everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelican, LSU Tigers, even the top flight boxing. So if you're a who that and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, the who that daily.com is your site. The who that daily.com for the sport who that in all of us. is your new number one source for 24-7, seven-day-a-week, lo-fi music and more. Whether you're hard at work or hard at play, let Pro Cafe be your life soundtrack. Subscribe now at Pro Cafe on YouTube. Peace. TSC Unleashed is available on YouTube. Find TSC Unleashed. All the latest news, football, basketball, boxing, and entertainment news. We cover it all on TSC Unleashed. Every week, please feel free to subscribe to TSC Unleashed on YouTube.
video is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Sending data over an encrypted internet connection is like sending a postcard that everybody can see. When you're connected to an unencrypted network, whether that's your phone, your computer, your tablet, your TV, etc., you're sending countless pieces of really precious data that can be seen or intercepted by all, all sort of parties before it reaches its intended destination. But a VPN or a virtual private network creates a secure tunnel between your device and the internet. In other words, it puts an envelope around your postcard so they can't sneak a peek at your private correspondence. The ExpressVPN protects you from spies who use your data for their own nefarious purposes. ExpressVPN prevents your ISP from seeing your private browsing activity. It also stops governments and large corporations and websites that constantly surveil you and harvest your data for their own agendas. ExpressVPN gives you unrestricted access to all parts of the internet so you can watch shows in other countries and even get certain discounts. So to get ExpressVPN, just click the link below. When you use the Pelican Postgame report, you get. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy.